0: Alright, welcome everybody to episode 3 of the Luke Papala show. I put that V in front of, uh, you know, the title of my show, just like Ohio State puts the in front of uh, Ohio State. Boy, do they suck this year. Are they terrible or what? I saw them lose to Oregon. That was the one game that I watched full way. I watched a little bit of the past game that they won. But like, it's just so disappointing. I, I do not know what's up with Ohio State this year. Very disappointing. But I am here in my car recording this a couple of days late um, because the last version that I recorded, I'm not gonna lie, guys, shit wasn't funny at all. I I I was just like so focused on on trying to push out this amazing content to you guys that. I got lost in the sauce and ultimately made something that it didn't reflect who I really am in terms of the entertainment value, you know, so that's, that's on me and I'm going to be better. So I'm doing this by myself again. However, I wouldn't call myself single now. So, but I don't know. Here's what happened. So I, I went on a date recently. I went on a date last Thursday. I'm recording this on Monday. I don't know why I felt the need to tell you guys that, but I went on a date last Thursday with a blonde, of course, you know, she was, uh, she was pretty cool for the first time in a minute. I've went on, I went on a date with somebody that wasn't a catfish, which is crazy, you know, for the older population listening, let me explain. So, the traditional definition of what being a catfish is, right, is somebody contacting you, whether that's through phone, online, something like that, and in reality, they're not who they're saying they are, right? You have a, a picture of somebody else or a fake person, and then somebody who looks completely different is behind the screen. Excuse me, sorry. Um, And basically, that's what a catfish is. You've seen a lot of this stuff, um, to catch a predator, Stuff like that. Well, my definition, the uh, Gen Z definition of catfish, is a little bit different. So basically, for me, I'm looking to date girls. I'm not looking to date dudes. I don't really go that way, but I don't discriminate. I'm sure this is like this with dudes looking for dudes. Or girls looking for dudes, actually. Why did I... uh focus on the uh homosexual aspect of it i don't know anyway i so on instagram right you see girls and with my definition of what a catfish is basically girls that don't look like how they look on instagram are considered catfishes So, for example, you'll have a girl that posts, say, a selfie on Instagram, right? And she'll use a filter. And that filter will will alter her face in a way that makes it look better than it actually does in real life. So, there's a good amount of girls that do that on Instagram. And, of course, you know me, right? I'm 20. So, I'm looking to meet all these girls. And, you know, sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I'll get lured in because they have a big butt and, you know... I, I just fall victim to it. I don't know what it is. But ultimately, I'll go on the date. I'll open the car door, right? Or she'll open my car door if I'm, you know, not thinking. Because I'm a gentleman. I'm a nice guy. And she'll, you know, I'll pick her up and she'll come in the car um to go on our date. And she doesn't look like she does on Instagram. This has happened to me like four or five times. And... It is the most depressing shit. Seriously. It ruins my whole entire mood. The worst is when like we, we don't go to like a movie. We we, we go to like dinner or lunch or something like that. And I actually have to talk to these girls that catfished me and look completely different than what they look like on Instagram. Right? I'll give you guys an example. It's like it's like buying a product off Amazon, right? anything um i don't know what could be a chair a fold-up chair right and on the ad or on online right on amazon it's this nice looking shiny red and black chair the parts look new everything looks great right and then when you get it, it's like this broken thing that doesn't look exactly like it looks in the picture. Like they they ripped you off. They sold you something that you didn't want to buy. Exactly like that in my scenario. However, this girl looked exactly like she looked on Instagram. Very easy to talk to. She was great. The experience was great. I don't know if uh, we'll go further than a date or just stay friends, but... She was awesome. She was 100% not a catfish. It was it was fantastic. So I don't know if I would call myself single anymore. I'm definitely not super single, right? I'm definitely not that. But I don't think I'm I'm not in a relationship at all. We're just like friends right now. So I'm still single, but I'm not like double single or single squared. I'm just single, you know. So shout out to her. Like I said, a blonde. You can't go wrong with a blonde. You can always be fond of a blonde. Anyway. But that was nice. So, that was good. And we have fun. So, I'm, I'm happy that uh that happened. You know, somewhere that I also used to have a lot of fun is TikTok. Now, I... Don't exactly use TikTok anymore. And it's basically because they told me not to. (laughs) Yeah. So I am uh, actively banned on TikTok for one account. I did make a rebuttal account, but it wasn't as fun. So basically, here's what happened. (coughs) Excuse me. So I got tiktok i like to say it was like october of last year the girl i was talking to at the time believe it or not a beautiful brunette wow anyway sorry not to get myself sidetracked she you know was talking about tiktok said oh you don't have it and i was like no she's like oh you should get it everybody has it i love it it's great and i was like whatever I'll, i'll i'll check it out right see what happens well, like, a month and a half later, I started to uh, love it so much that I made videos. And, like, I actively made videos. It, it, it was great. I really enjoyed it. And I got around up to, like, 1,500 followers. Like, it wasn't a lot of followers. But I got, I posted videos, like, five a week at one point. Like, I, I was just a loser. And my mom, my my family had no... A problem telling me that i was a loser i didn't feel like a loser though i felt like you know i was in my little bubble you know it, it, it was cool i'm not gonna lie but periodically things would happen every now and then so i had really popular videos in like in terms of like my definition of popular i had a video that had like seventy four thousand views one had 60k views 55k 50k 30k 20k and so on so on right and generally the niche the niche that i found that worked for me was comedy and like making videos that either i'm not gonna lie shat on other people or just made videos to make people laugh either way i had so much fun doing it 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 was fantastic but the thing about tiktok though is that They're kind of weird. They're like the most strict social media platform ever. Right? And we're not talking like posting the Wuhan lab leak theory back in like January on Facebook type stuff. And then getting, you know, the post taken down. No, I got full on banned. You know, they deleted my account. Because I guess, you know, I was a threat, whatever. So here's what happened. In December of 2020, last year, there was this thing going around called Super Straight. And it was a joke, okay? Now, what it was, basically, is now there's, like, for the older generation, I have to try to explain again. For you guys that don't know, people are coming out as, like, different things. So, like, traditionally, somebody would come out as gay or lesbian Bisexual, transgender, okay? Well, now there's this thing called non-binary. Frankly, I'm not woke. I don't consider myself woke. I don't know. I mean, I get what it means. It's like you're not... A, I, I, anyway. But there's other isms and, and labels that uh, have been created that people will now come out as. So, this group of people that thought it was like kind of funny and pointless from their perspective... They decided they were going to create something too, and they called it Super Straight, and it would be like it was like this joke thing on TikTok. I like, you know, I come out of Super Straight, and then they made like a sign, so it was like a black square and an orange square, and they they those were emojis, and they took those two emojis and they put them together, and that was this quote unquote Super Straight logo. It's stupid, I know, but it it was a joke for these people, and. I saw that it was going around and I thought it was it was funny, I guess. It was like this stupid thing. And so I put just those two squares in my bio, deleted everything else. Right? And so I checked back on my TikTok like three and a half hours later, and I see you've been temporarily blocked from posting anything in your bio. You violated TikTok's terms and conditions. <laughs> I know, it's it was kinda dumb. But like I wasn't mad or anything. I was just kinda I was like shocked, you know what I mean? They just <laughs> they just uh took away my ability to use my uh my bio on TikTok just because I put those little two squares. I could have not known, mind you, what super straight was and just put those random squares I don't know. What are the chances that I was saying super straight with those two those two squares? You know what I mean? It's like, huh, right? <laughs> But whatever, I complied because, I don't know, I was new to TikTok at the time. So then periodically, within the next couple of months, I would post here and there, here and there. But then I really started getting committed to it. And I would post once, twice, even three times a day sometimes. And I was having fun with it. (laughs) But apparently... (laughs) everybody else wasn't having fun, because one, two, three, four of my videos got reported to TikTok. And I, I guess the way it works, if if somebody, if, like, one person reports it, then they take it off. Then you have the ability to either appeal or just do nothing. It's kind of a funny word, appeal, because, like, it's not a not an offense at all. It's nothing that's harmful at all. Maybe in, in these people's eyes, but... This this is just what happens when your society is just too well off. They create problems and I guess I'm a problem. Anyway, so I appealed on all my videos and I, I think I got all of them but one uh, put back. So that was good. But yes, that that was cool and everything. But TikTok, they kept the receipts. You know, they, they really did. They kept the receipts. And I was going live one day. And TikTok Live is kind of weird. You have to have over a thousand followers to be on live and to have that feature, right? So whatever, I ended up having over a thousand followers at the time. And so I would always get these four random questions. So the first one would be, what are your pronouns? And I would always respond the same thing and say the same stuff. I don't have any pronouns because I'm not woke. I just don't do that. Other people do. I don't use any pronouns because I'm not a loser. <laughs> you know, I I don't subscribe to that ideology. I just don't. But I would put that in like a nicer way and then I would tell whoever asked. All right, so that. That's number one. Number two, they asked, do you support the LGBTQ community? And I would respond the same thing. Yeah, It doesn't matter who you are, what you believe in, who you love. As long as you're a cool person, it really doesn't affect me. You know, marry whoever you want. It doesn't matter. Okay, so that would, uh, this is number two. And then number three, which was honestly kind of demeaning a little bit to me. (laughs) They said, take off your wig. (laughs) And like what? I I would I would be dumbfounded every time. I'd be in shock. Take off your wig. I'd literally pull on my hair in the video so they could see that it was sewn down. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's real. <laughs> but they would they would literally see the it's my real hair and they'd still say take off your wig. Take off your wig. Where where'd you get your wig? I'd get questions like that. So it didn't really make sense to me. It was kind of funny. I, I know they were trolling me. But I don't know. I kind of felt prisoner to the moment, I guess. And then finally, the last one, they would ask, what's your ethnicity? Like, what's your background stuff like that? And you see, that's what got me in trouble. Um, anybody that knows me knows I'm a nice guy, but I'm also from time to time, unfiltered in what I say. And ironically, I was having a great day when um, this girl asked me that question, what's your ethnicity, right? It was a Saturday morning. There wasn't a cloud in the sky in the murder capital of the world. And of course, not where I'm at. I'm in a suburb of it, but not a cloud in in the sky. It it was beautiful, beautiful temperature was about 75 degrees. It was perfect. I was going to go in the pool after cuz we do have a pool in the backyard. And I was going to celebrate this glorious day, right? So but but this person asked, what's your background or ethnicity? And I felt free to tell her. So basically, my parents took a 23me test a couple years ago, so that confirmed all of our suspicions about our background, stuff like that. And it told us everything, what we were. So I felt the need to tell this girl everything that I was, right? So I said, okay, my background. So uh, I'm Polish. That's from my dad's side. I'm Italian. That's from my mom's side. And then I went on to say, yeah, so I'm also Finnish, Turkish, Sardinian. I believe it's... um. Palestinian Jew or something like that. That's somebody that's uh basically telling you that I'm not informed about my uh my background. And then I also told her, which is true, I said I'm also 2% South Asian. So when you say stop Asian hate, you're actually talking about me too. And I think that raised a little a couple of eyebrows. Um, but you know me, I'm bold. And then after that, what I told her was that, yeah, but I'll tell you what, above all those things, I wish I was black. And then I said, no, seriously, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to be black. And then all of a sudden, bam, they cut me off. Now, you know me once again, I was having a great day. The sun was out blue sky, no clouds. And then all of a sudden they just cut me off like that. It didn't help that I had like 50 people in the live at that time. Any one of those 50 people, if more than that, could have reported me. But it didn't even take 10 seconds for them to cut me off immediately. They didn't even let me finish that it was really a show of admiration to the black community. So I I don't know what else you want me to say there. Any white kid that grows up watching sports wants to be black. You know what I mean? It just happens that the majority of people that play the two sports that I watch, at least, basketball and football, the majority are black. That's just how it is. So in my scenario, when you grow up idolizing these, these these heroes, right? They're my heroes growing up. What do you expect? There's there's not a lot of white people there. There's There's more European people that play in the NBA than there are American white people. So obviously you idolize these people more. I always wanted to be like LeBron James, not Steve the accountant, you know, that's just how it was. So I really don't have to explain myself there. But they didn't let me finish that. It was it was like it was admiration for the, you know, the black community. And they they cut me off. And so whatever I had to uh, deal with that. It wasn't it's not a big deal. But it was out of admiration. It wasn't out of hate. It wasn't out of anything. You know. So, thanks, mom and dad. (laughs) Thank you for that. But really, so after like the period of two and a half hours, (coughs) I. (coughs) Excuse me. Sorry. My throat's itchy. I don't know why. I'm kind of teary-eyed now. I'm talking about my trauma. Anyway, it's not trauma at all. But what happened was after like a period of two and a half hours, I get a notification from TikTok. I go on. It said, you violated our terms and conditions, blah, 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 blah. Your account is permanently banned what permanently banned are you serious i'm not gonna lie i wasn't surprised i felt like for the stuff i was kind of getting away with with my videos like being reinstated it, it was a miracle that i made it to that point right and this is back in this is back in july of 2021 so, like, eight months after my first infraction. So, you only, you get a couple strikes, and TikTok was generous with me. They gave me, like, five. But really, I wasn't doing anything wrong. But that was the end of that account. Terminated. Gone. Finito. Finished. Done. Blown up. Right? Gone. Anyway... I had to make a second account, so I ended up making a second account, got the same amount of followers, stuff like that, and I made a couple videos, I think I got like two that had like 2,000 views or whatever, but it just wasn't the same, I didn't have the same fire that I brought to it, right? So then that inspired me to make a podcast, and honestly, I love it. I can say whatever I want on here and there's nobody that's gonna moderate what I'm saying and there's nobody that's going to immediately cut me off after I say something even remotely controversial. Hold on. Do you guys hear that? Oh my gosh. It's the sound of nobody telling me what to do. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's great. (sighs) It's not like I said anything bad either. It was literally a term of admiration. A phrase of admiration, mind you. So I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And I'm saying this with members of my own family and close friends of mine that are black. It is nothing intended to be disrespectful, nor should it. So that's that's that. In other news, in other news, I am growing as a person, you know, why, why am I growing as a person? So periodically I go to Burlington Coat Factory amongst other stores, but I go to Burlington because there's nobody that I know that works there, right? I would go to TJ Maxx, but... There's somebody that I know that's an ex of a friend, and I kind of don't want to go there, right? Not because out of respect for my friend. No, I don't believe in the bro code. I hit her up, and uh, she didn't stand me back. She left me on open. So, I mean, I don't really have a filter, and I also don't have shame, as you may or may not have found out. While listening, whilst listening to this podcast. But I don't know, I I just don't want her to have the embarrassment of seeing me and pretending she doesn't know me and stuff like that. I don't think I'm a creep at all. I just think that I'm an acquired taste. And everybody loves beer, and that's an acquired taste, so it's perfect. But I went to Burlington, and I kind of did something stupid, I'm not gonna lie. I probably didn't grow as a person, actually. I, I think I regressed. So every now and then I'll go to Burlington to look for my own clothes. But also what I'll do is I'll look for items that are like a good find. And they have a lot of stuff that they sell at a discounted price. And so what I try and do is buy the stuff at a discounted price. Resell it for its full value, full retail value online. Make a nice little profit. And so typically I'll go in here and there, whatever. And I will look for stuff that's at a discounted price, basically. So I never actually had the balls to buy something, right? Because then I have to be committed to selling that thing. But I was feeling ballsy on Thursday, actually. No, it was Friday. I was feeling ballsy on Friday. So what I did is I was scouring... Uh, the hangers of Burlington. And I find this woman's Nike coat. Right? It looked pretty nice, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's got all the technology to uh avoid the weather and stuff like that. This black woman's Nike coat, wonderful coat, very it's quality. And yeah, it's great. So it cost me 75 bucks, but it retailed at 250. Which is fantastic. So now I'm in the process. I already put it up on eBay. If you guys are looking for a uh, black Nike women's large coat, all you have to do is go to eBay and search it. It's gonna be there. Mercari, it's gonna be there too. Probably gonna put it on Poshmark as well for all you people, all you moms that are 45 and above. It's it's there for you. So all you have to do is um, purchase it. But yeah, I don't know if it's smart to put it for the full two fifty. Maybe if I put it for like two hundred stuff like that, it'll get more, more offers. But it's been a couple days. So I'm not too worried about it. But then, I had this urge, much like the urge in my first video. I had to shit, and oh my gosh, urgency was a ten out of ten. Like it was bad. And I thought they had their restrooms closed in Burlington, too. But luckily for me, they didn't. So you know what I did? I had to go to the bathroom and I had to take a poop. So that's exactly what I did. So I walk in and I kid you not, the cleanest floors I have ever seen. That's right. The floors were shinier than the head of a bald man in the summer. It was perfect. So I go in. I did get distracted in the mirror though, by looking at myself. I am growing a beard and I'm growing my hair out if you guys haven't seen me in a minute. But anyway, getting back to the story, I just keep thinking about myself. I went into uh, the stall and it's kind of this thing. I I kind of have a uh, ongoing moral battle with myself. So I, I, I go inside the uh, the disabled stall when I have the choice. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but it's kind of like an unwritten rule. Like, don't go inside the disabled stall if you're not disabled. You listen to this. You might think I'm mentally disabled, but I promise you, I'm all there. So I go in the stall, and the floors are so shiny. There's no graffiti on the stall doors or walls because there's just not a lot of malicious people that go inside the disabled stall. You know, it just doesn't happen. But, I was really, I was about to sit down and do my thing. But, and this is my pet peeve with restrooms, especially the public bathrooms that you find in department stores, there was no lock on the door. I tried to push it in real hard. It just kept flying open. And, Say what you want about me, but I value my privacy. I put myself out there, yes, but in the real physical world, I value my privacy. I can't have any fans or homeless people wandering into the stall door that I'm in. I just can't do it. So, I had to settle. I had to go into the second stall door. And oh, the graffiti, it was disgusting. We had cuss words. We had perverted pictures that I'm not going to describe. They were penises. We had phone numbers. We had everything. All in the tiny stall next to the huge disabled stall. In the bathroom of Burlington. So I did my thing. And it just wasn't the same. I was so disappointed. I, I couldn't help but think of what could have been if there was a lock on that stall door next to me in the disabled stall, it it would have been perfect. I'm still thinking about it. In other news, the NFL came back for a second week. My Browns finally got their first win against the Houston Texans 21 or excuse me, 31-21, Thirty-one to twenty-one, they won by ten. They did not cover the spread though, which was kind of disappointing. Good thing I didn't bet the game. I am looking to get into sports gambling, so that will be exciting. The Chiefs lost to the Ravens last night, which was uh, pretty unexpected. I-, I wasn't watching the game; I was actually recording my old podcast that sucked, so I made this new one. Uh, but thirty-six to thirty-five, the Chiefs lost, which is nuts. The Steelers lost as well, twenty-six to seventeen to the Raven Raiders. Maybe it was the other way around. I don't know, but you guys will be all right. You guys will bounce back, uh, these Steeler fans. You'll be fine. I wouldn't, I uh, wouldn't worry. But all in all, it was a great week. It, w- it was a great week for me, too. So. That's really it. That that's the podcast. I uh I tried to make this one interesting, but if this one wasn't funny, then I apologize, guys. Like I said, nothing but good intentions inside my brain, inside my mind. Huh. Wouldn't that be something if you could like see your intentions? You know what I mean? And like see what somebody's mind like look like. Mine's so clean. Like, you would not believe how clean of a mind that I have. My mind is so clean, you could practically eat off it. That's all I'm saying. But all right, everybody, go do me a favor and subscribe to the Luke Papala show. From whatever app you're listening to, right? Spotify, uh, Breaker, Radio Public, whatever you're listening to, thank you. Go give me a follow. That's all I'm asking, right? And if you have anything that you want to be on The Luke Papala Show, then just hit me up at the email. TheLukePapalaShow at gmail.com. That's all you got to do. You got any questions? That's it. You got anything you want me to talk about? That's it. Do you have any blind date ideas? I'm not going to lie. I'll listen. But they can't be a catfish. All I'm saying. But that's the podcast. That's episode three. It is wrapped. I hope everybody has a great day. Go find yourself somebody that's not a catfish. Don't be afraid to be who you are. And uh, yeah, everybody take care and have a great one.